Hi, this is Joe from Two Blows from Blighty. Before we get started, we're going to hear from our friend Luke at the Nerdstalgic Podcast. Hi, Luke. Take it away, Luke. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the Nerdstalgic Podcast trailer. Now, if you listen to this, there's a high chance that you've never listened to me before. So allow me to introduce myself. I am Luke, your host, and join me on a trip of all things nerdy and nostalgic, where I'll be diving deep into the movies, video games, TVs, books and comics, and all the things that you love. Uh, If it's nerdy, and there's some hint of nostalgia to it, no matter how small, uh, I will be there to talk about it. So join me as I take a trip down the Nerdstalgic Highway, and I really hope that you enjoy the show and that you tune in every week. So, without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? If you want Tim to lick you, carry on listening. I remember thinking, he's paid for that. He's paid for that to be sent. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Are you are you at my Bembo from the Oh, so you remember that? That's great. Okay. Oh, it's in the billboard. It's a billboard. There's a prostitute after me and a pimp. <laughs> Who gets mad chicks and kicks dicks when Bembo. With a big old sucky on hand. <laughs> Joey's so fucking proud of himself for that one. <laughs> a great place to find crackheads and flirtatious bedbugs. Where are we? We're at the Corn Palace. We're at the fucking Corn Palace. Turns out Hull is no good anywhere. I've been told twice this week that the jingle is funnier than the jokes. Maybe the audio quality's gotten better, but the conversation has gotten significantly worse. They had to fend for their own food, and it basically resulted in monkey turf wars. I'd still probably just write off and maybe suck a dick more too. all your rage all your pain it ain't over now and i ain't talking about forgiveness this is tim from two blokes from blighty joey how you doing once again another lyrical intro that i'm baffled as to what it is it's uh spillways by ghost <laughs> you, you should try head. ghost they're really fucking good really yeah um i'm good tim i am joe fitzgerald i'm joined by the ever protecting tim fitzgerald tim how are you i'm feeling very sheltered and very sheltering. And I'm like a eggshell. Shelled. Tur. I just keep thinking of the Pokemon Shelter. Shelter, and then he'll lick you or something. I forget what he does. Well, if you want Tim to lick you, carry on listening. Tim, <laughs> um, let's start where we normally do. What's your pub quiz question? Pub quiz question of the week is... Sorry, I just had to burp. <laughs> Found in the forests of East Asia, this elusive, endangered big cat species is often referred to as the ghost of the mountains. What is it? Tappy. I don't think it's a tappy. <laughs> well, I tried. Tim, before we go on to Days of the Week, can I get your opinion on cat cafes? Uh, yeah. What do you think? Uh, I think they're harmless enough. I think they'd be a nightmare to work in. Mm. Uh... There's one in Bristol and you have to book like months in advance for like an hour slot in them. Yeah, the one in Birmingham's the same. I have to walk past it every day I go in the office. Is that um, the one that's in the ball ring? It's or in Grand, Grand Central. Central. Yeah. Um, I just look at it and think, what is the fucking point? I've seen dog cafes. Yeah, dog cafe is where it's at because dogs care about you. However, cat cafe, what I don't understand is if it was like an exotic animal cafe. 
fine. <laughs> but between here and, I don't know, the end of my road, there's like four houses with cats, and I see them very regularly, and they all are very happy to come up and say hi. Why would well, I want that while I'm would, drinking a tea? Would you not like go for something like a, a pangolin coffee? I have no idea what you just said. You know a pangolin? No. Look it up. They're really cool. Is it like the thing that's like, come at me, bro? Uh, I think that might be an anteater. I think I know the image you're talking about. Pangolin. It's like a little... Uh, it's an animal that's in China that's unfortunately uh, poached for medicinal purposes in China. I but have it's... smoked a pangolin and it was sweet. <laughs> um, it's, no, uh... they're very cool looking. If there was a pangolin cool. cafe, I'd be all over it. But... If four street houses on my street had pangolins, I wouldn't give a shit. Mm. But unfortunately, they tried to open a pangolin cafe and they just put them straight in the coffee grinder. <laughs> in the mortar and pestle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim, do you want some days of the week? Yeah, hit me with the days of the week. So we've only got two. What? Yeah, there's only two. Um, no, oh, actually, sorry. Tim, I've completely forgotten. What day of the week does this release? Ah, uh, it's a... Uh... Wednesday, my dudes. It's Wednesday. Is that jingle retiring next season? Uh, yeah, it's dead. All right. Well, that's the last one. Sorry, everyone. Listen, listen, Tim. That delete sound was me deleting it off the soundboard. You'll never hear it on this podcast again. Can you um, get that delete sound and like amplify it, distort it, please? Yeah, just like, deep fry it. Deep fry the shit out of it. <laughs> um, so it's Wednesday, November 29 when this episode releases, and the two national holidays we have are National Package Protection Day. The Wednesday after Thanksgiving, because people start doing their Christmas shopping and people know that and steal the boxes. Right. So you'll never guess who it was set up by. It's going to be like Walmart, isn't it? Ring doorbells. Oh, okay. Um, So Ring Doorbells, National Package Protection Day, and then uh, Electronic Greetings Day. That's a bit of a crap week, to be honest. (laughs) It is weak. It is a week. I suppose. I suppose electronic greeting because I didn't think anyone still did those. To be honest, you can do it anyway. I think um, as long as it's a greeting sent electronically, so an email, a voice note, FaceTime. I always felt anything like that. Really unnerved whenever uh, someone like Dad used to do. Do you he'd send you like Christmas and birthday cards via email? And are they the ones that he used to like cut his face out of stuff and animate it? Uh, that I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, it used to be like dancing elves and stuff like that. I remember some dancing weird. elves, but I can remember thinking every time I got sent one of those for Christmas or birthday, I remember thinking, he's paid for that. He's mm. paid for that to be sent to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, every year as well without fail. I know. He hasn't done it, hasn't done it in many years, though. Thankfully. I think he's, he's become more tech savvy. He has, which is good, really. Instead, um, he just comes to your house dressed as an elf and does a little dance. He does a little dance and cuts his face out. Mm, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with electronic uh, green because I think it's still a funny idea for people to still be doing that. Okay. Uh, and how do you want people to celebrate? Very obvious, isn't it? Send someone an electronic greeting. Oh, very simple. I like it. Straightforward. Um, if you can pay for it as well, even better. Um, no, don't pay for it. <laughs> don't pay for it. Um, Tim. Yeah. I want to go straight to our hypothetical. Straight in? Yeah. All right. What you got? So I intentionally didn't put this in the uh, didn't put this in the running order so you couldn't prepare. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So hypothetical this week. I am your friend. That's not the end of the hypothetical. (laughs) I owe you a hundred pounds. But in the time between borrowing it and paying it back, I've got amnesia. I can't remember who you are. (laughs) <laughs> how much I owe you, etc. How do you extract this hundred pound British sterling from me? I'll be honest; I'd probably just write that off. I, I, Would I, you I, really? I think that'd be the most okay. Boring okay hold on, answer. hold on, hold on. And in this hypothetical, you need the money to pay off your pimp. Uh, am I a prostitute? Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I owe you the money. I'd still probably just write it off and maybe suck a dick more too. <laughs> like Please. he's already in an awful scenario. <laughs> um. Well, I know Someone... something that's going to go in the introduction of this episode. <laughs> well, like he's already in an awful scenario, badgering a person who has no idea who they are and has probably got a lot of questions for a hundred pounds. Do they know what? Do they know what pounds are? Like, well, this is what you're going to find out in there. In the hypothetical, we're still good. Okay, I mean, I thought we I were... actually, I would like to strike the record of the prostitute stuff. Um, the the real reason that you need the hundred pound desperately is because you have used a prostitute and the pimp is after you. Uh, <laughs> what have I used the prostitute for? What do you think you've used the prostitute for, Tim? Well, I'm not using them for sex. Hagen. Hagen. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really funny when people refer to other people as Top Shagger. Top Shagger. Top Shagger. I really liked our bit last week where we called each other a wee dancer. A wee dancer. <laughs> um, so, Tim, you're not getting out of this one. Um, do you want me to start or do you want to start? Uh, uh, I guess I'll start. Okay. I'll, I'll knock on the door. I'm assuming they know what a knock is. Yeah. yeah. Hello there. Can Hello. I help you? Uh, yeah. You might not remember me, but I need money from you urgently. Uh, sidebar: Do I have receipts or anything? Or no? <laughs> what did I give them the money for? What do you mean? What did you give them money for? Before they had the amnesia, what was the money for? Was it like memory loss stuff? Oh, I or... forgot. Maybe. Um... Oh, you forgot in an amnesia-based yeah, scenario. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I don't know what you. I don't know what you gave me the money for. It's a write-off. There's no way. <laughs> no, it's not a write-off. Maybe I. Uh, maybe I needed to do my weekly shop, and I forgot my card. And you were like, "Oh, it's payday. I'll. I'll do it. You just spot me." And then I had a tragic accident where I. I was going to say contracted amnesia, but that's not how you contracted. get it. Contracted. Yeah. Not contagious. Well, you don't know. We don't know. Neither. Neither do they in this scenario. Um. All right. Well. Uh, you might not remember me right now, but I. Oh, I don't a... remember you. Just uh, no, I don't. <laughs> Sorry, who are you? I'm. I'm Wait, hold on. Friend. Are you? Are you at Wembo from the? Oh, so you remember that? That's great. Okay. Oh, I've seen the billboard. 
that's a billboard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end of the street. I mean, okay, I'm going to look at that later, but right now I'm in dire need of a hundred pounds. Oh, I'm you. sorry, I don't, I don't have a hundred pounds on me. But I gave you a hundred pounds the other day. Did you? Yes. I don't remember this. Well, yes, I, I don't know. remember that's anything. No, you remember the when Bembo. You remember that's because I, I saw it this morning. But you still you still remembered it. You've retained knowledge. Yeah, but I don't know you. I've never met you. When Bembo. No, no, I know who you are, but I've never met you. But you know who I am. Yeah. Anyway, I gave you a hundred pounds to go grocery shopping or some shit last week, and before your terrible accident, which I'm assuming you have some knowledge of. Um. No, I don't. I just know that something happened. I didn't know there was an accident. Yeah. I've been uh, saying it's kinder not to tell me exactly what happened. Well, I don't know the specifics. I wasn't there. Um, but I gave you £100 for groceries, and now I need it. There's a prostitute after me and a pimp. <laughs> um, I don't think I'd be friends with someone who would lend me £100 and then go off and use a prostitute. I know that you would be friends with someone who would use £100 to go after a prostitute because you are friends with someone who would use £100 to go after a prostitute. Look, Wembembo, I don't even know your real name. I only know you as that guy on the billboard at the end of the street with the picture of him and his two thumbs saying, who gets mad chicks and kicks Wembembo. dicks. Wembembo. Wembembo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably walk. I'd go and find the money somewhere else. Is that it? You're giving up? I'd... How do I win here? I don't know. I've got no receipts. He has no idea who I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out. This is this is the point in the hypothetical. I, I, I would walk. I'd go and find the money. I'd sell something. <laughs> what would you sell? Um, I don't know. Uh, a monitor. A monitor. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're swimming in monitors. So, this, this is how oblivious I am to the world around me. Um... Payne's having to work from home for the next 16 weeks while her office is under construction. Okay. Um, and Oh, I can see a monitor on the chair behind you. On the Oh, yeah, there. So, um, <laughs> didn't, you didn't even know it was there. Well, that's the thing. So she came back after viewing uh, a flat today, um, and she was like, right, my boss is dropping around the monitor. And I was like, okay, fine. And she must have been in and out of this office about four times, and I didn't notice her bring a monitor in, like, at all. <laughs> wow. Wait, her boss was in and out of the office. No, no, um, Payne was. Ah, got you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just doing that. Um, Fair enough. Well, that's it. Then you've lost a hundred pounds and you failed the high. I would have to. I, 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 I have no response. I, I can't win. Oh, Tim. Um, yeah. Moving swiftly on. Yeah. Is there somewhere you'd like to welcome the listeners to? I'm going to apologise in advance for this listener. Oh, right. Hang on. Let me let me put on my conductor's cap. And open up the uh, the hatch in the engine bay of the train. All aboard the Honey Roast Ham Wank Express. Hey, um, Tim, we're sat in the the carriage, separate carriages. Let's let's be clear. Yeah. Um, oh, Tim, at the end of your carriage, is that the is that the conductor? No, I'm the conductor. That's the ticket the, guy. Oh, sorry, the ticket guy. The ticket yeah. guy there. Yeah. Oh, he keeps shouting something. Can you hear what he's saying? Uh, if I listen very faintly. Tickets, please. <laughs> Joey's 
so fucking proud of himself for that one. <laughs> so, Tim, can we do a peek behind the curtain? Before we started this recording, I showed Tim that jingle because I wasn't sure if I wanted to include it because it might be too disgusting. Yeah, uh, I I like it personally. I think it's very on brand. Um, I'm going to play it one more time. I hope that's okay. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. You crack on. Tickets, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's the furious masturbation of it all. <laughs> oh, God, that really hurt. <laughs> um, so, I got told today, by the way, that someone I, I know at work, a good friend, said she really, li- she, she really likes the podcast, but this week there was quite a lot of solo sex talk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Payne and I were in Little. Uh, if you remember, if you cast your mind back to a couple of weeks it ago, fills me with dread that this is what reminded you to talk about this. Well, I looked at the ba- I looked at the package on Notion again. If you cast your mind back to a couple of weeks ago, we talked about Yorkshire teas, uh, jam on toast brew. Yep, we found another very funny product uh, in in Little uh, called Suckies, and it's mm. a milk pack. Mmm. <laughs> Uh, with the words, take me home, written on it. Did you get them? Uh, I was bloody tempted. Next week, I want you to come to this um, recording with a big old sucky in your mouth. With a big old sucky on hand. A box of suckies while you're here. A fridge pack. I was going to play the jingle again. I can't do it, because I'll just laugh. <laughs> for it. Um, um, I think you should get it. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's a limited offer, so the offer's probably gone, but the product's still probably there. I think you should get it. Just all one. Right. Just bust it open. and Bust one open and walk out with it. Bust a sucky all over Lidl. Oh, I saw someone do that in Tesco the other day, but with toilet roll, they bust open the packet and walked out with one. Really? Yeah. I used to have a friend at university who would... Um... I remember it was like it was like super hands in Peep Show. And we went, and there was a Sainsbury's, which is a supermarket, next to our lecture theatre. <laughs> and we went in to get our lunch, and he looked me dead in the eye, and I'm going to try and do this deadpan without laughing. Tim, I'm looking at you dead in the eye, and he just, walking along, turned, and he went, everything tastes better with crime. And then he walked around and grabbed a giant thing of apple juice, started drinking it before he left the shop, and then went back to uni without paying for it. <laughs> it was great. That's amazing. It was great. Tim, I have something for you. Okay. Um, I've got two things, actually, but I'll do one now, and then I'll do another later. So um, if you remember, last week we had an injury story from Dan, the lovely Dan from Casting Views. Who opened his leg so much his jeans stuck to the wound. Let's rephrase that. He cut his leg so much his jeans stuck to the wound. All of what you're doing it. Dan has not yet been on the honey roast ham. Maybe one day. Um, <laughs> HRH. I like it. Could mean, could mean His Royal Highness. Could mean Honey Roast Ham Wank Express. Um, so. A rough week. I have another injury story for you. Mm-hmm. This time from the Northern Boy. From, from the Northern Boy? The injured Northern Boy. Um, 
do you want this to be a regular thing? Because people just keep sending me stories about their injuries. I think it could be fun. I think it could be fun too. So he said, worst injury story for you. Smacked the underside of my kneecap off on the edge of the ledge of a half pipe. Hurt like a motherfucker. But as a young, cool lad hanging out with his skater friends, I styled it out. Later, that evening, when I was sat on my friend's floor in their room, I go to stand up and my knee had completely locked, like fully bent in. I couldn't make my leg muscles unbend it, and I've got strong legs. So my friend grabbed my leg and forced it straight. (laughs) The noise was like the sound of snapping a bundle of sticks combined with a single clap from an arena full of people. I nearly passed out from the pain. Had to have two of my friends help me down the stairs to get a lift home because I couldn't put any weight on it. Anyway, 15 years later, my knee still locks up from time to time, but I can force it out myself, only with a great deal of discomfort during and after, and that same lovely snapping sound. And then he finished it with, my knee hurts after typing that. Northern boy, I know it's 15 years later. Go to the hospital. Go go get your leg checked out. You need it. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so, Tim, you've put something in here. There's a couple of stories that look like mad shit. Have you seen the one that I've put in? I haven't. Have you seen the one I've put in? I haven't. Okay. I've seen the headline. I've seen the words animal rumble next to yours. <laughs> we'll do yours first. So, All right. uh, I'm sorry, I am going to save the jingle for my one. Okay. Well, this one is uh, that a plane was forced to return to JFK after a horse on board escaped. How the fuck does that happen? So, uh, so the, the, the sub-headline for this is, a pilot says that a horse managed to escape its stall on a Boeing 747 in an audio recording exchange with traffic control. I'm not going to go through the whole article, but from what I understand, they had left JFK by about four hours. <laughs> And had to come back because this horse had like uh, I don't know jostled around somewhere in its stall, but its front legs were over the wall of another stall, and its back legs were stuck in the other half. So like, if they ran into any turbulence, it stood to really injure the horse, oh. and they had to turn around um, after uh, uh, you know after attempting to get the horse back secure. Um, audio showed it then dumped twenty thousand. 20 tons of fuel over the Atlantic to ensure the aircraft was not up above the safe weight limit for landing. Yeah, so, so, so planes have a weight limit that they yeah. have to be under when they land so that they don't like smash into the floor and explode. There's, there's a quote here from the pilot on the black box that says, we have a horse in difficulty. <laughs> it does sound like it was in difficulty. Yeah, but after about four hours of being in the air, they had to turn around and go back to JFK. To refit. Oh no, the horse was the horse was euthanized. What? Yeah, the horse was euthanized. What? Yeah. Where does it say that? Uh, I've got it on another article here from People. I much preferred the Sky News one where it didn't say they killed the horse. It's always this is the fucking thing. Whenever there's an animal story like this, it's not the horse's fault. You didn't secure them, and yet you're killing them. Um. I hope the alligator from last week wasn't euthanized. The one who was in the sewer pipe. Yeah, the one that Will Smith was beating up. And maybe went to a baseball game. <laughs> Lizard news. Lizard news. Hey. Hiss, hiss, boys. Hiss, hiss. Um, 
Do you want my crazy shit? Yeah, here's with the mad shit. Oh, damn, that's crazy. So, the mad shit I have for you, please click into the article. There is a video. I'd like you to commentate it and read the headline. Okay, well, I've got it here. Uh, this is from Rebecca H2030 uh, on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. Uh, a handful of otters have started appearing in Singapore's waters a couple of years back. Today, there was an otter gang war. <laughs> Are you watching the video? I am now. Um, it's a classic Twitter video in that it's a horrifically low bitrate and resolution. But yeah. they are really coming in droves. <laughs> yeah. So um, someone released otters into Singapore's waters a few years ago. Oh, God, and... they've just met. <laughs> yeah. And um, they... <laughs> and they, um, they just bred and multiplied and multiplied and multiplied. And this person has caught what is seemingly a fairly regular thing of an otter gang war on video and put it on Twitter. My animals look wild. Yeah. Have you... So, I don't think you remember reading this when COVID lockdowns were first happening around the world, but particularly in East Asian countries, there was a lot of, like, rife animal activity with, like, animals getting really aggressive with each other, in particular monkeys. Um, <laughs> because people would... You'd, people The stories would, would be going out feeding the monkeys in the streets. Um, right. But because there weren't any tourists now, they had to fend for their own food, and it basically resulted in monkey turf wars. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. No, it's it's awful, but it's it's a it's not something I don't think anyone had on the bingo card for COVID. No, I did really like in COVID that it took about I think it was like four days of lockdown where there was no pollution in the middle of London, no commuting, complete lockdown, and the tame the Thames went clear. Yeah, you could see clear water in the Thames, which hasn't happened before or since for a very fucking long time. And also, it was maybe two weeks before some sheep invaded a local Welsh town. <laughs> yeah. Did you? So, this isn't in the running order. This is an off offhand question. Offhand, what? maybe. It's a it's an impromptu question. Tim, what was your favourite thing about COVID? Favourite thing about COVID? Uh... Do you know what? It's going to sound really like, like, like a really boring answer, but... There was a bit of a property crash when it came to rentals. Because, that is a boring answer. Well, it allowed me to move out of my current place, um, albeit because the landlord of my, uh, of my place at the time was selling uh, and well, didn't really I'll give us it. much notice until we went to Tesco one day, my housemates and I, and saw a for sale sign out the front. Nice. Yeah. Um, um, but my favourite thing I've put in the, the order for you to, to click into, this is a town in Derbyshire called Belper. Um, and... <laughs> For no reason whatsoever. You know people do clap for carers, so on a, on a Wednesday or a Thursday they go out at 6 o'clock and clap for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, this town, on a whatever day it was, for a minute, everyone went outside their house and just mooed like cows. And the thing I really liked about this is my friend who I worked with um, really closely is from Belper. <laughs> so he was at home with his parents during lockdown. And throughout it, he was just like, I was like, all right, mate, do you have a good evening? He's just like, fucking mooing again. (laughs) (laughs) And he said that people would just go up to each other in the supermarket and moo at each other. What happened? What happened in this town? I don't know. I have no idea. That should be the mad shit. Oh, sorry, hold on. 
Oh, damn. That's crazy. Yeah. So El Pamu is my favorite. Tim, I did have a thought before this. Um, before this, every time we come up with something new or funny or regular, such as the HRH Express, um, I make a jingle for it. And we, at one point on, on Mainline Game Club Pod, took the piss out of shock jocks, going, bo bo weasel in the oh, yeah, morning. No, we've, we've become everything we hate. That's what we're, we are becoming, right? Yeah. There's a really great shit post that I like. That's um, something like, you're listening to 104.5 The Rock FM with Dada Dan in the morning. It's metal. It's shock jockeys. It's not your grandma's radio. And then it says, or just underneath it, Imagine Dragons starts to play. <laughs> I have seen that. It's very funny. Yeah. Very um, funny. On the topic of segments, uh, I tried something last week with uh, Travel Agent. Yeah. It could have gone better, so okay. I revised it. Okay, great. So, Let's what I've it. got here for you, uh, I'm going to give you the names of three places I've researched. Okay. Um, and you're going to pick where you're going on holiday based on the name alone. I've got somewhere for food, somewhere for a hotel, and something to do. Okay. Okay. So, for number one, we've got Hull, Iowa. I'd rather that than Hull, England. Very close. Um, um, did you see the, the fear in my eyes? I did. I saw I saw the, the sigh of relief more than anything. So, wait. <laughs> sorry. I have to choose one of these to go for the hotel, one of these to go for food, and one for something to do. And no, I'm making so- up. Oh, okay. You're, you're, you're picking the destination. And then you will tell me one of each of those things to do in that place. Exactly, and then we'll okay, almost great. do like a bullseye, here's what you could have won. Thing. Okay, great. Uh, second location is Colorado Springs, Colorado. Okay. And the next one is Mitchell, South Dakota. See, if I, what, if I was actually doing this, I think I'd choose Colorado Springs. Um, but for funnies, I'd like to choose Hull, Iowa, please. Hull, okay, well, uh, what I've got for you, uh, I'm going to be sending you these links on Discord, let me get the first I'm here. excited. For your hotel, here is what I've found. The uh, it is the, the Lamar's Inn and Suites. Um, I would heavily encourage you to look at some of the reviews. Okay, uh, $78 a night. It's got 2.5 average. Out of five. Um, first two reviews headlines are worst than worst. <laughs> Don't book here if you have kids, especially little ones. My baby had to stay three nights in the ER from getting sick. This place has me stressed. It smells terrible. Smells like weed. The bathtub is old and the lady's rude and greedy. <laughs> yeah, um, the next one is dirty, dingy, and uncomfortable. Stayed one night while in the area for our wedding. I frankly was afraid to sleep in the bed because it looked unclean and dingy. Dark hallways, garbage front, uh, and back. People hanging around, broken doors to the side entrance, and a fairly dirty bathroom are just few of the unacceptable conditions of this place. Sometimes cheap is expensive. Never again. And then the person has replied to that. Yes. Um... Thank you for taking the time to complete our online survey regarding your recent stay at our hotel. There is no garbage, front or back, we remove on a daily basis. Back door is not broken and is in working condition. Housekeeping is done daily basis and bathrooms cleaned. On behalf of our entire team, I would like to apologise for failing to exceed your expectations. Uh, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. Um, so, for your food, 
this is what you'll be uh, eating. I found a place called the Pizza Ranch. Yummy. Yummy. So this is actually a chain um, okay. that started in Hull, Iowa, which is why I picked it. Oh, cool. um, it started as a experimental pizza place. Um, um, nice. And so the, the, when I found this, their pizza of the day was a sweet almond pizza. <laughs> Yummy. I know. Now, most of the foods and what have you actually don't look bad. But the thing that drew me to this, do me a favor, click about at the top. Uh, okay, I was looking at the buffet, and there's a man measuring the cheese pull of a pizza. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay, about. Yep, uh, and just read the first two sections for me. In the heart of every cowboy is a dream. A uh, person who founded it had one. Started in Hull, Iowa in 1981. He was just 19 years old. It was simple. Why does everyone have to drive out of town to get a pizza? With just six specialty and single topping pizza recipes developed around the kitchen table, Pizza Ranch was born. The residents of Hull flocked to the young restaurant uh, made from scratch sauce and dough, other fresh ingredients. As word spread, Pizza Ranch grow, grew. Sorry, uh, The dream began in the heart of a young man and now extends to 15 states. It's been quite a rare that I'd learn about our history. Vision and mission. Yep. The vision... Actually, let's start with the mission. The mission is to give every guest a legendary experience. And the yep. vision is to glorify God by positively impacting the world. Yep, there's just a weird Christian left turn to this. Um, got nothing against Christianity, obviously. Um, no, but that just seems a little shoehorned. I don't in... think they need to tell you about their, their religion whilst advertising their pizza place. <laughs> and then That's the last one that I've got here is uh, a water park that, you're, that you'll be going to. Ooh. Um, now, while I was looking up some information about Hull, Iowa, all of their tweets seem to be focused around the high school basketball team, so I don't okay. think there's too much going on there. Okay. Um, but I would like to direct your attention again to some of the reviews of the Wild West Water Park. Um, there is one review in particular. Where is it? I found one that's one star, and it's just a man complaining that the the park was closed when it was uh, rain. Well, it was sunny due to weather and a one percent chance of rain. Go to the review just below that and read that for me. Um, from Shean. I know from Jessica Q. Oh, mine's in a different order. I've got the one you mean though. Yeah. Um, drove three hours on a beautiful sunny day to get to this water park. Bought our tickets at a gas station in town the night before. That's never a good sign. No. Uh, when we arrived at the water park at 11am, it was closed. Called the office and they told us it was closed due to inclement weather. When I told her it was 68 with a 0% chance of rain, she told me it doesn't open if it's not 70 by opening time. We told her we'd already bought the tickets and we were told pretty much it was too bad. We could use them another day. Save your time and money. Go somewhere else. What a pathetic way to run a summer-based business. <laughs> Jesus. I just thought that was particularly funny. That That's your trip to uh, Hull, Iowa. Do you think you'd enjoy it? Um, well, what I really enjoy, are you still on the water park? Uh, um, yeah. Page. On the top, there's three pictures on Yelp. Yep. Click the one on the far left. The burger. Look how yummy that looks. That's flat as fuck. <laughs> there's only five photos of this. There's the yummy looking burger. 
a signpost, someone's feet, people having fun, and then a screenshot of the weather. (laughs) (laughs) So do do you think you'd have fun on your trip to Hull, Iowa? I think I'd have a lovely time. All right. I think, honestly, I think you can make um, good a trip anywhere, even like Hull, Iowa, um, if the place you're staying is okay. So I think the thing that might let me down is the, the place that sent someone's child to the emergency room for three days. Which one was that? The, the hotel. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Do you want to see what you could have won? Yeah, please. All right, cool. So we'll go to Colorado Springs first. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is your hotel. Is one of these, like, really good or not? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So this is, uh, the hotel I've got oh you is, is God. the Ridgeview Motel, and you'll notice I've, I've, I've given you the sixth World Review Motel in Colorado <laughs> Springs. I didn't go for one because it was mostly just prices are too high in a weird neighborhood. Um, there's not many reviews on this, and they seem to go really swing from positive to negative. Tim, um, can you can you read out Danny W's review and then John R's review? Yeah, absolutely. So Danny W says, "My son lives there. It's not clean." <laughs> um, followed by John R saying, giving five stars, saying, "A great place to find crackheads and flirtatious bedbugs." Wow. So that's that's your hotel. Uh, that's the uh, Ridgeview Motel. Uh, for your food, I actually picked something a little bit interesting this time around. Okay. There you go. Yeah, plain restaurant. Yeah. Um, oh, nice. It's literally a restaurant in a plane. I'll be honest; the menu doesn't look particularly riveting, but you're sat in a you're just sat in a plane eating dinner. Um, it sounds. You know, do you remember we did the Florida man story who made a wanted a one thousand acre was it one thousand acre or square foot hotel so, under the sea something like that so we could have like sharks sit by people while they um ate their ate the Italian dinner. restaurant. Yum, that yum. was it. Uh, and then I have here for you, if you're something to do, uh, an attraction called the Tuberculosis Hut. Oh my god! <laughs> so uh, the Tuberculosis Hut actually is a bit of a historical landmark in uh, Colorado Springs, where the long and short of it is, if people had tuberculosis uh, way back when, they would put teepees around them and then build a hut around the teepee. <laughs> I'm sure this is really interesting if you went. However, it might be the most depressing tourist attraction I've ever seen. Well, you wait till you see what's happening in Mitchell, South Dakota. <laughs> but um, the thing that I found out about Colorado Springs, according to a US census, uh, or survey, I don't know if it goes on the official US census this, but it is the 14th highest city in the country for marital affairs. Oh, really? Yeah. So wow. you go, Colorado Springs. <laughs> Uh, I mean, and then, if, you, if that's what you want to use your holidays for, it might be an ideal destination. Just be sure to visit the, the tuberculosis huts in between um, your marital affairs. There you go. Well, now we're off to Mitchell, San Diego, or South South Dakota, rather. Um, I'll be honest; I couldn't find much uh, about uh, a shit hotel. Uh, Mitchell actually seems like quite a relatively pl- uh, decent place, but I did find this one hotel. The top review of this hotel is. Go somewhere else. Leftovers from someone else found in the fridge on the floor. Bugs yeah. in a yellow stain in the shower tub and someone else's poop in the toilet. Welcome to the roadway in, everyone. Fuck yeah. Uh, there's complete, complete with photos, by the way. Uh, the fridge on the floor and what have you. It's a 
not a great not a great looking venue um for your food uh i got i'm just reminding myself of this now oh yeah this place big dummies big dummies big dummies now the thing that drew me to this big dummies uh let's just take a little tour through the photos okay so we've got a questionable looking sandwich i don't know if it's grilled cheese or spaghetti fuck it looks, it, but it looks like it's full of spaghetti or grilled cheese or something. Yummy. Uh, but if we keep scrolling, it's relatively normal. You know, you've got the sign out front. You've got nightlife. You've got bikers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got a stage area. Uh, more bikers. And then you have men in suits reading books. <laughs> I Followed really like by- the guy who, uh, who has a huge beard and is stood in a room that looks like a back office just saying, Jason Bates for mayor. Now I think if you look at the photo just before him, there's some there's someone dressed as a clown, looking very angry. It's the same I guy. Think, I think it's the same guy, and I think that's Jason Bates. This place is wild. Why is the picture of the men in suits there? I'm not really sure if I'm honest. Uh, oh, I think it's for a, a, what? Scroll down to the picture that says "Our Burgers are the talk of the town." Uh, where am I seeing this? Just scroll down. You'll see it when you see it. Oh, that burger looks like shit. Oh my god. I mean, have you seen that they do wrestling in the back garden of it? I have seen that just now. That's actually a new photo. That wasn't there the other day. Um, what else we got? Uh, some of the food, to be fair, does actually look okay, but it just looks majority a little bit shit. Um, and then for <laughs> the thing to do, the way I found this place, because all the others I was like, neat tourist attractions in America but for this one I just zoomed in on a map of America pressed on the map to put a pin down and just went with wherever it gave me and we landed in Mitchell, South Dakota Okay. the first thing that came up was the Corn Palace (laughs) what the fuck is the Corn Palace so we're we're gonna have a look at the Corn Palace together that is horrible (laughs) (laughs) so this is so South Dakota is not a particular corn heavy state to my knowledge. <laughs> so what they have though is they have uh, a bunch of art and exhibitions and museum shit for corn. Um now I found a review from someone called Brian Payne. Uh and this is a review that says you can travel anywhere else in the whole wide world and never find a corn palace. There is only one, and it's in Mitchell, South Dakota. Much like the pilgrimages of the, pilgrimages of the Holy Land, every American should make the journey to the world's only corn palace. Here, your confusion will be cleared away, and you will truly understand the beauty of corn. With corn murals inside and out, this is a one-of-a-kind experience. So, yeah. the other thing as well, I was looking at this, that every year, they've got like local sports teams, and they have boards on the wall for basketball games one, baseball games one, Soccer games one. Guess how they count it? Oh, with ears of corn. I they stick ears of corn to the wall like a tally chart. That is amazing. Did you know they have a live feed of the front of it? Yes, I was going to bring this up with you. Uh, it's a, they've got a live feed of the web of the front of the corn palace, which is, if I'm honest, is looking a little bit derelict by the fact that it says under the big top 2022. <laughs> this is incredible. It's it's phenomenal. Um. Now, when I was looking up for a fun fact about Mitchell, South Dakota, to put it for your 
light reading on your journey there. I could not find anything outside of the fucking corn museum. <laughs> and Look, everyone has a thing. So I want you to go back to big dummies though. Okay. Um and I want you to scroll through the photos until you find the one with the train. No, big dummies, the more I look at it, the food looks disgusting. But looks like a good atmosphere. Yeah, it looks quite fun. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, I found the train. Oh, look at the top of the picture. Where are we? We're at the Corn Palace. We're at the fucking Corn Palace. <laughs> Go Corn Palace. Go Can Corn ask, Palace. Did you choose Mitchell based backwards from the Corn Palace? No. Okay. Pure pure coincidence. So I think the way that I've done Mitchell in this travel agent bit is how I'm going to be doing the travel agent bit from now on. Just slap a pin on a map and go. Do you know what? I regret not choosing Mitchell. Yeah? You I, think, I think you could make a weekend of Mitchell. Well, considering I had a really hard time finding a bad hotel, and granted I found one seemingly awful one, um, but I had a hard time finding a bad hotel... Big Dummies looks like at least a good atmosphere to go for a drink, and the Corn Palace is something kind of unique. I feel like Big Dummies would be a good place to watch a band. Yeah, or like a sports game or something. Yeah. Hmm. Um, if nice. anyone has any suggestions, by the way, for where they want to see the travel agent go, but please feel free to send me a message. I want this to be completely blind for Joey. Well, that's, that's, uh, that's the travel agent. You're off uh, to Hull, Iowa. I am very sad about this fact. Because <laughs> that hull is no good anywhere. But, Tim, yep. I think you've improved the, the travel agent format. I like it. Oh, well cool. Done, I'm, I'm glad you liked it. Well done, like, sir. Payne and I, uh, when, we were, when I was working on this, we were just sitting down losing our minds at like how much we just seemed to come back to the corn, to the corn palace. The corn palace <laughs> was fantastic. Tim, can we remember to put a corn palace picture on Twitter? Um, Next Wednesday. I mean, you'll have the. I, I don't have the Twitter login anymore. So do oh, it my new phone. I'll do it. It's all right. Joey, all remember right. to tweet the uh, Corn Palace. And Tim, you can put it in the Discord. Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. I'll, I'll do it in no context. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll just include a link to the website and say nothing. Yeah. If you haven't uh, listened to the episode and you saw a picture of the Corn Palace, you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. Tim, would you like to go to Will Smith or Jokes next? Uh, let's do Will Smith. This is the last time doing Will Smith. I know. I became a movie star because my girlfriend cheated on me when I was 15. And in my twisted psychology, I was like, if I'm the most famous person in the world, no woman could ever cheat on me. I'm so glad I never have to hear the that. Saddest jingle in the world. <laughs> um, I've deleted it from the soundboard, Tim. It's gone. Gone. Uh, gone. Tim, what's Will Smith doing right now? Uh, Who's I he think up? I think he's beating himself up in the mirror. Yeah. Um, not like an emotional thing. He's just in a reflection, and he's just <laughs> confrontational, slapping <laughs> everyone he sees. He doesn't um, understand how it works. I don't think he's beating anyone up. No? I think he was going to beat up Rishi Sunak, but then he, he took a second, had a sucky, and he was absolutely fine afterwards. Yeah. He went to Big Dummies to calm down. Big Dummies, had a sucky at Big Dummies. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and there he is, relaxed and ready to move on. 
we're going to need a new celebrity and I'm going to need you to tell me before next week because I need to make a jingle. Well, I'm going to I'm going to keep an eye on the news for uh, uh, celebrity fights, I guess. No. I want you to tell me one now. A celebrity right now. Yeah, any celebrity right now. Uh, you know what? Keanu Reeves. Keanu, okay, I can do something with Keanu Reeves. All right. Okay, sweet. So next time you hear it, it'll be what is Keanu Reeves doing right now? Which is quite cool because he's a much more fun guy to talk about than Will Smith. Yeah. Uh, Tim, we got jokes. (laughs) That's pretty funny to be fair. That joke was weak. I misread that. That's the joke of the week. Tim, you went first last time. I've got a few this time. Shall I start? Perfect. Yeah, go first. So, as a reminder, this section, Tim and I will tell each other jokes. We're not allowed to laugh at them. If we laugh, that joke is the joke of the week, and the section is over. Um, I don't know what happens if we don't laugh at any of them. I've been told by two people this week that they play along with this with us. Really? Yeah. I really like the audience participation. I've been told twice this week that the jingle is funnier than the jokes. <laughs> um, not so, no. Not no. So I'm going to start off simple. Tim. Yep. Circles. Pointless. True. Yeah. Um, my dog is a rescue. Is a really self-righteous way of saying I bought a used dog. That's true. Um, I have an inferiority complex, but it's not a very good one. Appropriate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, appropriate. Uh, outside of a dog, a book is a man's best friend. Inside of a dog, the book's too dark. It's too dark to read the book. That's yeah. Okay. A man walked into his house and he was delighted when he discovered that someone had t- stolen all of his lamps. Clever turn of phrase, yeah. Went to the doctor's recently, and he said, don't eat anything fatty. And I said, what, like a bacon cheeseburger? And he said, no fatty, don't eat anything. Okay. Nearly got me there. That was, that was good. Uh, it's hard to explain pl- puns to kleptomaniacs, because they take everything literally. Um, a Freudian slip is when you say one thing and then fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> That's pretty funny to be fair. That joke was weak. I misread that. I was, That's the joke of the week. <laughs> Tim, well yep. done. That's Thank the joke you. of the week. Please tell us it again. Uh, a Freudian slip is when you say one thing and then fuck your mother. Very good. Uh, do you want to yeah. go through the rest of our jokes while we're here? or Yeah, do you want to do it one by one? or? Yeah, yeah, go for it. After you. Okay, so I saw a sign that said watch for children, and I thought, that was like a fair trade. <laughs> um, my girlfriend asked me the other day, are you even listening to me? Which I thought was a weird way to start a conversation. <laughs> That's good. I like that one. Um, you'd have to be really low to pickpocket a midget. <laughs> I arranged a threesome this last weekend. I had two no-shows, but I still had fun. Tickets, please. (laughs) And thus the business was born. (laughs) Um, 
here's one I really like, but bothers me a little bit. There are two types of people in this world. Those who need closure. That looks me. <laughs> um, the last one I've got here is, I stand corrected, said the man in orthopedic shoes. Well done. Yeah. Um, do you ever get halfway through eating a horse and go, you know, I'm not as hungry as I thought I was. <laughs> and then my final like one. A family is, guy bit. I've got two more, sorry. Dad, ten. Um, my wife accused me of being immature, so I told her to get out of my fort. Okay. And then the one that I really like was, I was so surprised when the stationery store moved. <laughs> I like it. Dumb, dumb, dumb ones. Um, Tim, my other little bit I got today from the lovely Dan from Casting Views. Um, he was telling me, so I've had a few people ask me what the beeped out joke was last week. I don't know if you remember it. I do um, not. I'll tell you after the recording. Uh, so I told him, he sent me a shocked emoji, and I said, hence the beep. So Dan likes to message me about the episode, which I'm really, really pleased he yeah, does. And we love that. Good feedback. And he sent me, it was a quintessential two blokes episode today. We had a weird wildlife story, disturbing self-pleasure and honey roasted ham appearing in the same sentence. It's always sunny, and you two being nerds about RPG games. And I said, you should write our episode descriptions. You're better than chat GPT. <laughs> Very true. Dan's been going back and listening to our old episodes, and I told him not to do that because the quality is not there. No, um, it's somehow gotten better and worse. <laughs> it's gotten the maybe the audio quality's gotten better, but the conversation has gotten significantly worse. Should we go with stable? <laughs> yeah. He said he's just listened to me have a five minute rant at Slade on Dark Souls 3. Said he's in bits. And I said. <laughs> The lesson here is Slade shouldn't have been a bonehead when it comes to games that are so good that they can be considered a fine art. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Slade. I stand by it. Um, um, Tim, pub quiz answer? Yes, pub quiz answer. Uh, what do I do with the tab that had my pub quiz on? Hold on. Uh, tend to there we go. Um Yep, in the found, found in the forests of East Asia, this elusive and endangered big cat species is often referred to as the ghost of the mountains. What is, is it? it? A pangolin. Not a pangolin, no. <laughs> not a big cat. Famously small is it and a bear? not a cat. Not a bear. Also not a cat. Tabby. Sphinx. Those are cats, but they're not big cats. Patrick. That was grandma and granddad's cat. Mabel. That was our cat. I'm running out of cats here, Tim. It was a snow leopard. Great. <laughs> what a what a rousing end to series three. I know. The snow leopard. Brilliant. Do you wanna do you wanna shall we see the honey roast ham wank express leave the station for season three and then we'll close um, out? Yeah, I think that's good. Before we go, Tim, uh, I would like to talk a little bit about season four. Yep. Um when can people expect to hear it? Uh this time next week. Uh how long are we having a break for? Uh no. <laughs> what's going to be different I mean we'll have some different segments but overall not much not much <laughs> no. frankly we hate in... audience feedback what was the point <laughs> in uh, what was the point in changing to season 4 so the, I guess we did it so like the bits wouldn't get old honestly we moved from series 1 to 2 so that uh, I didn't have to sing the stupid fucking jingle anymore and now we're just wrapped up in this yeah so um 
I'm going to play the jingle again, and All then right. we're going to get out of here. All right. Well, you can Let find us know me. if you ever want to hear it again. All um, right. If you don't, it might be tough because I'm fucking hilarious. <laughs> Tim? You can uh, find us, oh, well, on at Game Club Pod for most things. Find me at Wembembo and everything. You can find Joey normally running the Game Club Pod Twitter. We're on it's Instagram. It's normally Slade. I don't send anything. Oh, well. All right, fair enough. You can find Slade on the Game Club on Twitter. Yeah. Um, we have a TikTok account now. Yeah. Uh, is it Video Game Club? Game Club Pod? Something. I fucking run the thing and I don't know it. So. <laughs> Admin for the win. Admin. Uh, yeah. Uh, but other than that, we'll see everyone next week for season four. Yay. Um, anything you want to say before the train leaves the station? Take that, you bastards. Take that, you bastards. Tickets, please. <laughs>